This is MMA Love, Love from America, our show in English and Swiss English. I am Matt, the voice of the MMA fan in Central Europe. This is Luke, he's from Seattle. He watches all them fight. He is your transatlantic friend. And together we bring you Love from America, an MMA podcast for the hardest, the toughest of the hardcore fans. Happy 13th episode to us and to our listeners, of course. This is, this is you. Um, Luke, why the fuck are Matt. we doing this today? <laughs> we're here, we're doing this uh, in honor of a push so hard it caused someone whiplash and gave them a concussion. That's why we're doing this today. And I'm speaking, of course, about a push at weigh-ins, not during a fight and not during a push hands competition. Don't push people, people. Listen, if you want to get paid to fight, you have to get to the fight all the way into the cage because the promoter will f try to find a way to not pay you to fight if you don't fight. And after you fight, they'll still try to find a way to not pay you in some cases. Yeah. The, the lesson learned here is don't push people. It's dumb. Um, yeah, so... Jeremy, Steve Jeremy <laughs> Stevens is the... I mean... He's the... He's the hardest pusher in 155. There yeah. is a legendary story about me attending some random UFC fight night at the Pearl at the Palms in Vegas. And let's just say that I got into it with a fan of Jeremy Stevens. And it was not... You did not? It really? Was, yes. It, yes. <laughs> and it's not my fault. I, of course. I swear. Of course it's not your fault. I swear, but uh, these guys not. were these guys were. Uh, how would you describe it? Aggressive, aggressive. A fans. Jeremy Stevens fan was aggressive. Yes, to a random European donk. Absolutely, I, I was can't. so I was so jet lagged. I first didn't even get that they were getting on 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 me. And yeah, so <laughs> let's let's. What happens in <laughs> Vegas stays in Vegas. You know, now, does it though? Yeah, it this does. Is, this will probably be a recurring theme every time a Jeremy Stevens event comes up, now that you've told me this. Listen, there is more important stuff. We have questions from our listeners. We'll go into these after um, we break down the happenings of UFC Fight Night Whitaker versus Gastelum. And after we go into Bellator, after we go through the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren boxing bout and the whole card. And after we um, preview UFC 261, which is next weekend, which is maybe maybe one of the best cards on paper there has ever been. So um, that's about the show for today. We have some, oh, of course, we have some small gossip segment that has to be there. So you happy with this program? I'm happy with it. Are our listeners happy with it? Of course. Are they still listening? We're still getting the downloads, getting the SEO. Should we, we mention Khabib this show? We get, get a little more SEO. Listen, one of some of the SEO figures are quite bonkers, so I'll I'll go into these <laughs> in a, in another show. Um, <laughs> let's just say that the way people find our podcast is quite interesting. Just <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> do you do you want to go into um, UFC? Fight Night with the versus Gastelum. Give me your give me your best of the event. I'm a huge, huge Bobby Knuckles fan. 
Robert Whitaker is so good. And I just, I, I imagine he gets a rematch with Israel Adesanya off this win. And I don't know if it goes differently because Israel Adesanya does not push forward like Gastelum does pushing forward into the one, two high kick combination. Um, but Robert Knuckles, Robert Whitaker looked so good. Um, and I, it made me really happy. I stayed up late to watch the card and I'm on the West coast. My East, our East coast brethren of the United States were up till one in the morning, I think, but come on, dude. don't, don't bring this shit to Europe, please. I know you get to sleep in, but you get to sleep in and fast forward through all the other stuff. So I don't know if it's that bad for you. <laughs> I have to, I have to admit that this this event was an, an event that I fast forwarded a lot. But let's let's. Stay I with... just tried to watch. I just tried to watch the Gerald Mearshart. Uh, he got Luke. Uh, let's let's stay let's stay with uh, with Whitaker and Gastelum for for a second, so that we don't yes. hop all over the place. God damn it! I have to reel you in already. So. Um, why did um, Whitaker win in your opinion Uh, just Kelvin kept pushing in so Robert could set up what he is really great at setting up Uh, he had a great low kick but he has this 1-2 high head kick or 1-2 low kick and he this combo is just so fast and Gasolum is so tough that he can just keep pushing in, pushing in, pushing in, getting hit with it. And then Robert can mix in a takedown here or there, just looking better in every way. So, so why did he win? He, he's just better. Yeah. What I saw is that Calvin Gasolum is, he didn't get finished because he's tough. Not because so he's, tough. he's technically way better or he he had he, I think you're you're quite on the point there that he had nothing for Whitaker this time that Whitaker's approach to the fight and his his way of doing it was so clinical you see it in the stats he, he has a he, he landed four out of seven takedowns he had he landed over 50 percent of his of significant strikes um, he had way more control that gas than Gastelum so yeah that's I mean, that's just a shot out of Gastelum, I think. And it wasn't a boring fight at all. I mean, Gastelum no, hung no. in there. He, it wasn't a bad fight at all. But um, yeah, that, that was that was a, a differential I didn't expect. Did you did you expect Whitaker to shut out Gastelum like this? No, I thought I thought it would be more competitive, and I was actually kind of nervous for for Robert coming into this fight because I hadn't I I hadn't seen him fight for so long. Um, he fought, he fought, uh, uh, Cannoneer last. Um, it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's who he fought last, but this was the first time I, he was coming into a fight. I was really 50, 50 about it. Like I was in the, uh, Adesanya fight. Um, the thing that always made me his fan was, was his, his ability to mix it up and really be a, a mixed martial arts fighter where he's mixing in those takedowns and, and he's not a fighter that he, the thing that made me a fan was he fought this guy that was a wrestler and out of such disdain for the guy striking, held his lead arm by his knee so he could just defend the takedown whenever the guy shot and then just beat the hell out of the guy. And I was just like that change in that change in style to defend against your enemy's one strength 
and continue like implementing your striking game made me a fan of him. And then since then, he's also added in his own wrestling and just just keeps looking so good. It I remember watching the promo for the fight. I was like suddenly like, oh yeah, I remember how bummed out I was when this fight got canceled the day of. That was so bad. I'm so yeah. happy I finally get to see it. <laughs> yeah, because I had forgotten. Yeah, it's it's easily forgotten. I mean, let's let's stay with Gastelum for a second. What what does that guy have to do? Because I was I was very impressed with his win over Heinisch last time. He looked he looked almost as clinical as Whitaker looked against him. But but Gastelum is now like like four losses and one win in his last five. So what what does that guy have to do? Does he have to open? Does he have to close down Gastelum Dojo again? No, if anything, he has to just stay at Gastelum Dojo and train. Um, he's, yeah, man, he's he's he he even his even the wins before Israel Adesanya were against these older guys, Michael Bisping and Ronaldo Souza. What, what does he What does he have to do better? I mean. I, I, I didn't I, I have is there is it is it is is there anything like is it just is is he just at his peak like this is as good as Gastelum gets I mean that that, that might be the the is only he, answer does, because is I he didn't gatekeeper to the top five I'd say so because it because he didn't he didn't make any mistakes I'd say he he didn't fight dumb he he was he I mean he could he could have implemented another game plan maybe but I, I don't know if that changes the outcome so yeah no I I think it's he, may, he might be that top five gatekeeper dude and uh, people will have a hard time getting past him so I think I think I think I don't think anyone is strong enough I mean has he when's he been finished submission he was yeah, finished. He's never been finished. Yeah, he was finished by Whiteman. Submission, submission. Yeah, he was finished by Whiteman. Uh, but this, this, this dude is another person that is too tough for their own good. I'd say so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like he, he on that and on that toughness can go this far, and then you have to, ju- and then you have to be more technical. So the best of this card would be the the Whitaker versus Gastelum fight, I'd say. Was it, would it be oh, the same for you? Be- because this card is a bit of a bummer. I not not a bummer in in, in the sense of. It uh, was a fight. It, there were fights. And yeah, there were UFC exactly, fights. Exactly. <laughs> we have had this conversation before, like, and we always say, like, you don't need to watch every UFC card. No. And you don't need to watch every UFC fight. Let us do that like for me you. And you just you just have some sort of problem. You really don't need to go and torment yourself with heavyweight fights going to decision and Jessica Penne coming back after four years and winning a split decision she apparently didn't deserve. But you know what? I'll, co- I'll come clean right now. I didn't even watch all this all this card. I, I was gone for the first three or four fights. So, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay because not, not that this card was bad per se. It wasn't... It was not a... A bad card. It had a lot of decisions. I think it was almost almost all fights except of two were decisions. So MMA fights that go into a decision and are actually matched up quite good, which which it seemed the the matchups were fine. They were fair. They can be. It can be dragging on, 
And I think mm-hmm. that that fight night here that dragged on a bit. Yeah, you 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 pointed out Jessica Penny. She was on a on a three fight losing skid before she three, fi- three fight losing skid before she popped for multiple substances or something and got and got a uh, uh, tell banned me for do, do you want do you want years. the listeners to tell the reason she said she popped for. Uh, I don't remember. You want to fill us in? (laughs) Yeah, she said she popped positive. I I think she popped positive for for several performance-enhancing drugs, and she said it was because of the day-after pill. Oh, is that what those is that is that what those drugs do to to you the day after? I'm not a doctor, Luke. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe our listeners and you know by now that I am sure not a doctor. Um, Listen, the pacing, I just went and tried to watch uh, Gerald Mearshart get that submission. And the pacing was so crazy that I had to fast forward for 40 minutes of content to get to the first fight. And then another two hours of content to get to the third fight or something like that. It was bonkers. So you've got it made watching the rerun. And being able to fast forward through everything, tell, tell I can't me what. Imagine having to sit through that. <laughs> tell me what what the worst of this card was for you. Oh, I honestly like it was okay because Ben Askren and Jake Paul's uh, concert uh, boxing fight thing was on on the other screen. So anytime it was dragging, I could just turn that up. And so the and best, there were the best of lights and <laughs> the best Justin of this, Bieber. The best, the best of, of this UFC card was Justin Bieber. That's the, what I'm trying two, to say. Two monitors was the best of this card. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the yes. worst, the worst for me is is the the thing you you teased in the beginning. We had a a matchup which could have um, spiced up the card a bit. It was Jeremy Stevens against Rockar Close. Yes. And I mean, it was no joke. Um, he was out, Jeremy Stevens um, shoved close during the stare down. <laughs> I mean, that happens quite a lot, would, I think. But he but he he he, would, he pushed him away. Flying close went flying. And uh, and you know what? Stage. I mean, I I I'm reading it out here. I have a. VHM Valley Hospital Medical Center. Um, medical report in front of me. Oh boy! Diagnosis. That's not HIPAA compliant. Diagnosis: brain concussion, sprain of cervical neck. Goodness! I mean, it was it was funny at the time. Yeah, because he went flying across the stage. It's not funny now because we didn't get the fight, and now he's hurt, and who knows for how long, or so, if he comes back. So, so don't shove. As much as you want to make me laugh, don't shove at the weigh-ins. I mean, I loved I loved the situations when when um, John Jones shoved uh, DC off the stage. But I mean, the shoe. The why shoe the, was, yeah, the shoe? The shoe, the shoe throwing was perfect. <laughs> it's iconic. Listen, I I enjoy these things as much as the next guy. But I mean, if you are a pro fighter, if you get paid to do this. Um, if you want to, if you want to create a bit of, of heat and a bit of tension, I, I get that. Why not? Why not get into the grill of your opponent like Joanna does? Um, there's you, there's there. something you should know about this. Oh my god! I believe it was John Morgan asked Stevens if he knew what Close was saying about him right before weigh-ins. So oh. this is all sort of John Morgan's. Oh fault. no! No, don't no, don't he blame did. John Morgan. 
I kind of want to because that's also funny. <laughs> I, I Listen, blame I blame Jeremy Stevens. Stevens. I mean, it's... if I tell Stevens what his opponent said about him before the push hands competition, is he the best push hands fighter? Mm, we'd have to test him out against real push hands champions. We've got to put but, him against the NASCAR But yeah, that guy. that was the bummer of this card for me because you don't want to see someone get hurt. I mean, we had we had a lot of funny things <laughs> when you look back Kevin Randleman slipped on a steel uh, steel roll or something like that in the back and couldn't fight but um what what happened last it, there was there was an incident in uh, two or three events ago when when a guy his opponent already made the walk out of the yeah there's a um Oh shoot! I forgot his name. I <laughs> want to say it's Chase Sherman, but I don't think that's right. That guy fought last night. Um, it was the he he made the walk, and then his opponent was having back spasms and couldn't make the walk, and that was it. Yeah, but fight. that yeah, th- th- I mean, look that that's that's a real bummer to to have this fight off because of Jeremy Stevens being a dumbass. Yeah, sorry, I have to say it like yep. that. Sorry, yeah. Jeremy Stevens Sorry. fans, I um, antagonized don't, again. But <laughs> yeah, don't antagonize Matt next time he visits the States. Don't, Keep don't, him away from you people. Don't kill me, please. In your yeah. white shirts. Don't, don't do oh it. Oh, my God. White shirts. In your white dress shirts. That's the most <laughs> dangerous. They, were, they wearing, were they wearing white dress shirts? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. That's oh, the, I that's, love it. That's the uniform of the of the... Um, how would you say that of the dangerous the male most dangerous American male dangerous American males at Vegas is the, the uniform of these guys the gang uniform is the white dress shirt <laughs> I did steer I did steer wide around the ones that I saw when I was there yeah, you, so I, I, think, I think that that is a good <laughs> very good idea advice. any Europeans visiting the United States steer wide of the white American males in white dress shirts I mean depending on what you want to experience but <laughs> well yeah maybe you want to fight with a gang of Americans in Vegas maybe <laughs> I wouldn't advise to <laughs> it's not no fun. don't do it um, don't do it in America Let's Don't let's go it. back to let's go back to the to the fight night. Anything else you want to go into? Um, did did anything no, else stuck out to you? I think we got it. I think I think I think the best and worst of the card was having multiple monitors. I think that we've I think we've figured it yeah. all out. I, what what about not not doing an imagination segment now? But what about Andre Arlovsky? How the what fuck can this guy him? decision chase Sherman? How is it possible? He is, dude. He is not going to stop. Like you. You have to just, you have to get the blitz going, and you have to be, you have to be in there and just keep it going, because he is not going to stop. And in fact, he's going to make you look bad the longer the fight goes. He said, he, he said he wants to fight for a few more years. <laughs> what a, what a fucking unit this guy is. It's, it's incredible. Forty-two years old. How many fights? Uh, I'll 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 30, journalist I'll 50, journalist when 50 he fifty fights fifty fights. I'll, let me journalist when he when he made his UFC debut. No, fifty one fights after last night's. Win. Let me let me tell you when this guy made his. Get, take a wild guess when when did before I was born. May it could no. I mean you're you're an old fuck too, but UFC debut. Let, when, just just make a guess. Oh, you you saw it. Okay. I already looked. I looked. <laughs> UFC 28 in in November of 2000. That is that is Amazing. bonkers. 
that is that Amazing. is so bonkers. And he's he has a winning record, of course. He he had he had a, a losing streak somewhere in between 2016. He lost five or six fights, and now he's he's four and two. In his, and he's losing. He, okay, he lost to Aspinall and he lost to Rosenstreich. That's not nothing to be ashamed of. But all these young guns, Sherman, Bowser, yes. Linz, Rothwell. Decis- okay, Rothwell is decisioning not. them. Just decisioning. Them. How the fuck if is that you, possible? You want to be. You want to be a UFC heavyweight. You have to have the gas tank to not look bad against Andre Arlovsky. I mean, I mean, how can you lose against Sherman? Him? Sherman pointing at him and pointing at the center of the cage like he thinks he's Max Holloway. Sherman, you're not Max. No, Holloway. you're not. It's not going to work. No, you have to be. And you Arlovsky's have to be more intelligent. Been doing to... this for fifty fights. You think Arlovsky is going to stand in the middle and bang after fifty fights? He's not a moron. Can he's we still say? Here. Yeah. Can we say that you have to be intelligent enough to beat Andre Arlovsky at this point? Is that something you can say? Um, I mean. Fight IQ wise, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Not 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 in a doctor sense of the way, or in a no. I, I mean, brain he does have kind of a win. Way. He does have a win over Brendan Schaub, though. So maybe in a doctor sense is what you mean. No, no. I I I uh, I I agree with you. You have to be smart enough to know that you either need to get him out of there, or you need to make yourself look better than him, because fighting your fight is not enough. It's just not, because he'll make you look bad. And he's he, good enough. He to made it. Yeah, the, the the amazing thing is that I think he made it. He made him him look bad via leg kicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he still train out of uh, out of uh, uh, the guys in Albuquerque? It says that. Yeah, he's. It, it's no, actually not. It says mm. that he trained at Jackson Wink and American. Ah, uh, uh, he is, he said he has it at he is at American Top Team now. That's what that's what Wikipedia says. Well, 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 well. All right, awesome. Oh man! So that was Good that job. was the UFC UFC fight night. I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't recommend one fight besides Whitaker against Gastelum just for the for yep. the performance of Whitaker. Uh, the other fights, I'm not sure if you have to watch them. Of course, you can. Um, yeah, that's my basically my takeaway. My last words on this fight night. Do you do you have anything else to add? No, I'm just excited for what we get to finally talk about next. Bellator Light Heavyweight Grand Prix. Oh, God. <laughs> Bellator. All the, right. Yeah, I'll we have to. We, second take. We, we, we have to go into it because we, uh, afterwards Why we'll. We? All right. Give Tell me, me give it. me your the Bellator Light Heavyweight Grand Prix where, where all of these fucks were so excited that it finally <laughs> happened. Oh my God! It's a it's a Grand Prix. It's the perfect you format. You hate it so much. <laughs> oh my God! The Grand Prix. It. I know That's who the fantastic. next guy is going to fight. It's so incredible. It's so exciting. Oh my God! Now it happens. Now it happened. Now you have you 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 got what you wished for out of Scott fucking Coker. Not gotten what i wish for i you wish did. for anthony johnson missing weight at 205 pounds and okay, that okay okay, okay that, that can happen too but you got what you wished for you fucks and now <laughs> we, we get to hear luke's take on bellator light heavyweight grand prix first round please let's go uh everything happened and uh the only thing i was a little surprised that yagsha muradov um looked how he did but that Corey anderson beats that ryan bader yes and nemkov defended his belt so i didn't know this but i found out that this is nemkov is in the tournament 
But every time he fights, he is defending his belt that listen the tournament to, is for. <laughs> yeah, listen. I mean, <laughs> just just to just to give it a bit more light, we had Corey Anderson a against bit more spice. Yeah, against <laughs> Dolev John Yakshi Muradov, and the. Yakshi Muradov was getting hyped the fuck up. Oh my god. He was, yeah. He is a yeah, dark a horse. Hype. He's so good. But why why did people actually say that? They said because they have no fucking clue who that guy is and who he fought. Have never seen a fight of him. Just wanting to be Bellator marks and telling what people is that? That, Yes. <laughs> go on the Twitter and be like, he's got he's a champion in M1 Global or wherever Ooh. he's a champion. What is an M1 Global? I don't know. And I mean, I know. you know, you have to know. And now. I'm a and I'm a hardcore fan. I barely know. I do you, have I ever watched an M1 fight? Yes, you have. Uh, I have watched an M1 fight, but only because it was on the side of a mountain. Yes. L- listen, so. I mean, Corey Anderson is a very good fighter, and I, I, if I would have picked and and put a bit more time into the the Grand Prix, I'd say that Corey Anderson can make it far. He is now matched up against Ryan Bader. Oh my God, so exciting! Because Ryan Day Bader, um, decisioned Lyoto Machida. It's going to be the wrestlingest of wrestle yes. wrestle fights, and I'm also not to swear so much because the I'm other the other guy who listening. who people are hyping up to be the world's very best goat, best of all time, light heavyweight um, masterpiece of Fedor's um, making, Vadim Nemkov. Yes. He, he he unanimous decision. Phil Davis in in one of the most boring fights you can ever watch. Yes, Phil could not get in. Nemkov is too good. Um, yeah. Listen, I want to see Nemkov fight either Yoel Romero or Anthony Johnson because both would be funny. But, the, but they, what will will. happen? Yeah. What will happen oh. is Anthony Johnson will miss weight. Yoel <laughs> will get hurt. They will have a fight, but neither of them will fight Nemkov. So Nemkov, Nemkov goes straight Julius straight to the finals. Anglicus, Anglicus is now the alternate, and that is who Nemkov will end up fighting. Mark my words. It is so exciting. That's the most Bellator thing that could possibly happen. It is so exciting. These Grand Prix, you exactly know who will fight next, and it it, it makes everything better. <laughs> All right. Next, next. Did you did you watch any any more uh, events? You you want to shout out? No, I did not catch any other events. Oh my God! What happened to you? Are you are you are you healthy? Is everything fine? Only only MMA events. But <laughs> I did watch a boxing event. Yes, let's go into that into that <laughs> thing right now. And just just let me let me preface by um, boxing in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> ben Askren versus Jake Paul has been a staple of this show for a very long time, <laughs> and now we're sending it off because it happened yesterday. And we have to look for another thing to talk about now. Uh, this show <laughs> happened. It it was. Look, let let's let's um, give something positive up front. I like when people try new stuff. I, I know that it's not very new new to mix in um, slap fighting and to mix in several pop acts like Justin Bieber or have. Um, did did yeah? I think he did. He did. Com- Snoop Dogg did commentary and all these these things. I mean, yes. why not try something new? It's it's always good to try something new, and it's always good if there is a new promotion, if there is new people watching the sport. But um, now for the <laughs> for the not so good stuff. Look, I mean, was it the only problem I had with the thing was like the best part of it for me was Pete Davidson cracking jokes while two dudes slapped the shit out of each other over a barrel. And 
that was that that was funny enough for me to be like, if you guys just did this and didn't take it so seriously, this might be the best. But ever. did they take it serious? Because there was so much good stuff, uh, and I think that that's my take on it. Enjoy the whole ride of of, of fight sports, mm-hmm. fight and and fight promotion have to give you the ride of Ben Askren versus Jake Paul was us talking about it. It was Jake Paul dressing up in in a Spartan uniform um, besides a horse. It was Ben Askren doing his his video. It was Jake Paul doing a yoga dance performance as his his warm up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, the, it, the, it makes the, it all the, that was dual, all fun. Yoga. If you if you don't like stuff like this, you have to look for another hobby because fights. Well, you have you have to look for a, a more serious, uh, not promotion, but like you have to look, like even in reg, even in regular boxing though there there was a a champ that came out wearing like a two hundred pound suit and then blamed the suit that and he was tired after tired after he walked he in. lost like because so like this kind of circus shit happens in in what you would call regular boxing too right it's so, sad it's sad Jake, that it doesn't happen that much in mma because i think it's it's part of of this sport which we don't call a sport according to darren till um i love I love these aspects. I really do. And and that's why I, I was into Ben Ashkin versus Jake Paul. I even took it a bit more serious than I wanted to because I wanted to see, okay, what it, what we, would be a path for Ben Askren to beat Jake Paul? Because say whatever you want about Jake Paul, that dude is, is a sporty guy, sporty spice <laughs> for the old people over here. Listen, he and Ben, if we could talk about the fight part sure. of the sure. of the fight. Ben did tie him up once, and I was like, "Oh, there it oh my is! God, he's actually tying him up. It this might happen the way I thought it might happen." Don't don't go to, as far and, and say. Uh, I I'd say Jake Paul is an athlete and an entertainer, and that's good enough for me. He's not a boxer. He's he, not a fighter. He will never be, and I don't think he even aspires to be one. Um, I be, don't think I would either if I was making as much money as he is fighting. Why would you ever? Why would you ever get into a real fight? Why would you get ever get into a real box? But I mean, it's not that it's not dangerous what he's doing. Even the even the the American football guy um, could have knocked him out and, and and gave him serious injuries. It's not like it's just fun and games. It's not fake. These the bas- these fights. The basketball. Uh, Nate Robinson. Yeah, Nate Robinson. D- these oh basketball. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's all the same for us Europeans. Sorry. <laughs> um. So, I mean, and the Ben Askren fight was the best fight he could ever take for, for making money. Ben Askren is a good talker. Ben Askren will, will, will be part of the show. And Ben Askren has a name because Jake Paul can now claim that he beat the MMA fighter. And that's what he, the, the MMA champion. And that's what he will do. And, um, I mean, if I'd, if I'd been Ben Askren, I'd, I'd have taken the fight in a heartbeat for half the money. Yeah. And Ben, and Ben did get paid. Although... <laughs> He said he, also got hit really he said he didn't want to do it, over. but it was it was stupid money, and he had to take it because of that. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Jake uh, Paul knocked him out or TKO'd him or whatever after oh, after yeah. a round or two. I think I saw just a highlight. One gif. round. Yeah, one, one round. round. Yeah. Um, um, I was upset at first. I thought uh, uh, it was the camera was very uh, the camera work on this whole event was <laughs> awful. The camera was very far away. They and spent. I, I thought. I was like, oh, he's, he's, yeah, oh man, he caught him. He's, oh, he got right back up. He's ready to go. And, and then they stopped it. I was like, oh man. Look, they paid, they paid so much money. You just don't 
want him to win. And then I actually got on the Twitter machine and Sports Center posted a posted a, a cage side video on their Twitter and Ben was fucked. <laughs> he was yeah, absolutely look, I mean... absolutely flattened, falling forward into the ref. So I'm going to f- try to find it so you can link it on the webpage for the show. Yeah. It was rugged. Um, ben got floored, and I'm glad they stopped and it didn't let him take another. What was harder to take for you, the, the Ben Askren TKO or the performances by Justin Bieber? Oh, that, that all the all the pop acts and, and stuff, I just turn it down. It's okay. okay. It's just lights and sound and, and twerking. So it's, you know, it's not <laughs> like anything I have to listen to. If you, you know like twerking, I mean? you can you can watch the Thriller Fight Night stuff because that, that will make you There's happy. There's a lot of it. I got home. I had to, I missed the first fight and I got home from dropping some food off at a friend's birthday and uh, I turned it on immediately because I didn't want to miss any more of the circus and my wife looks over and she's like, what is that? <laughs> and there's just like five women twerking on the screen with a bunch of strobe lights and shit. And I'm like, boxing? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Whatever it could maybe. be, it might be boxing. Yeah, but I hope these guys do do something else next. I, I really hope that that we'll get another another thing to talk about and to enjoy and to see what, what other people do with... Um, I... I really want Ric Flair as a slap fighting referee now. I think I think, I think slap fighting could be something we we can get into. Down and and saying woo every time a guy gets slapped is kind of the funniest best ever part of the show for me. Yeah, I might blame him for the woo birds at the UFC events. So Oh, that's not that's sure if I'm into not, the He's he's it's try not to take try not to blame him too much cuz that's on them. Yeah. I would let I would let him woo bird an entire event. <laughs> okay, <Sure>. well, maybe <laughs> iconic. Yeah. Um, also, also on this card, just just for a, another few seconds, um, our boy Frank Mir also boxed. Do you have any takes on that fight, boxing bout? It was it was not good, um, but I guess that it it looked like boxing to me though. So yes. I mean I don't know boxing at all, so it's. Like that's kind of why I don't watch it. <laughs> so I don't. It was fine. I I thought it was funny. Bella was in his corner. He's in Bella's corner at Icon. I love that shit. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. I mean, I I, I was I was not not impressed or or something like that. But I I thought that Mir would do would do fine. He's not a bad boxer. He can. He surely has has way more boxing skills than Ben Askren will ever have. Um. And he actually he had a very, there. very good opponent. So I, I don't think and it was he hung that in bad. There with him. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get he didn't get clubbed to the mat. No, you know. So, so yeah, why not? It happened. It was a boxing fight that it, happened. It happened. Good. So now we will move on. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a, a short imagination thing. There's no life I know <laughs> to compare with pure imagination. Especially, this is you're springing this on me. What is it? Yeah, it, it is. It is the whole event next week. Oh, it, it, even oh. even if it's not if it's not a global pandemic, some of the fights fall off because you get shoved off the stage and injure your spine. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Other times you just don't make it. You eat too much tiramisu or whatever is alleged. Mm-hmm. But we have a. On paper, 
<coughs> sorry, at the moment, card. one of one of a one of the greatest setups of I'm, a card. It's UFC two sixty one. I'm just looking at it on Tapology again, and I'm just like, what a card! The the last six fights, well, set five six, are just so fun. Not even counting like the three belts and, but yeah, you think about like, you think about like, well, it's global pandemic. A lot could change between now and next week. But they they filled a plane full of Chinese nationals and flew them over and their teams over to fight. There's so there's people we've never seen before. There's there's oh, Uriah Hall and Chris Weidman are finally going to fight for the king of the cage belt again. I yes. can't wait. I cannot wait. What is what is the the let's 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 make it let's make it a bit different. What is the the baddest fight on this on this card? The, the baddest fight. I couldn't. I I don't know who. The, like I I go on off of these cards. I I always think about like what. There is only one correct answer, Luke. Get your shit together. I don't know what the worst fight on the card is. Tell Get me. your shit together. Come on. No, no, I have no idea. All this looks fine to me. What has am to I be, missing? Has to be Masvidal against Usman too. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's a, that's a great joke. Yes. No, it's joke? this is not. I I I think you're saying that, but I think you will be pleasantly surprised, and it will be something else. Really? Uh, think, why would you? Usman, I think Usman feels like he has something to prove and now he's going out to get finishes and he'll finish George. Oh, I like where you're going with that. I, I think he'll put him against the cage. I think he'll just yes. I think he'll finish him there. Yes. That that's uh, the first thing I, I I thought about this fight is why the fuck do you make this fight? It's not it's not entertaining. It wasn't entertaining the first time. I don't think it makes much of a difference if Masvidal has a full camp or a half camp or one day or nope. whatever because Usman nope. is just way better than him. Maybe Usman if he if he continues to go on like this and improves, he can be one of the very best to ever do it. But um, I like your thought that Usman can and will put Masvidal away in this fight. This this fight is made simply because uh, Masvidal still has some cachet with casual fans because of the BMF thing, and it's in Florida, so this tickets will all sell out, and uh, that's it. Ben Askren, that's where ben Askren that's put, where it, put it correctly. Yeah, Panaskin put it correctly, I think, because he said that he got lucky with the, the luckiest knee to ever land at the right time on the right person to make your whole claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, he kind of should give Ben 10%. I mean, if we're I, being fair, he's right. But, so, yeah, but and, yeah. And, not nothing not seeing a much a much different outcome other than Usman winning but maybe maybe you're right maybe you you're getting me into that fight a bit more than I was before and I I I'd say that hopefully we'll get a a finish of Usman a finish by Usman sorry um because I think we don't see it that much let me he, check. he seems like the kind of guy that that remains with a chip on his shoulder um, and and always feeling like he has something to prove to the world. Um, and that that's probably only enhanced by George making excuses for the first fight. Um, yeah, he, so. t- he, he TKO'd Burns, of course, I remember that. And he TKO'd Covington, which is very impressive. Both of these wins are very impressive. I don't think it's very impressive that you don't put away Masvidal in in uh, in in the first fight, and then he has a lot a lot of a lot of decisions. 
Um, yep. Yeah, but maybe maybe he maybe he'll he'll get it done. Yep. Perfect. Yep. So it's that possible. that's the worst fight on the card. What is the what is the best fight on the card? That's so terrible. What is the best <laughs> fight on the card? The best fight is at for the one hundred and fifteen pound women's strawweight uh, belt is Zhang Wei Li fighting Rose Namajunas. Uh, Correct. Correct. It is in my opinion. No, it, it's it's in everyone's opinion. It's only one right answer too. It's like. It's it's a no brainer that that Zhang Wei Li against Rose Namajunas has the potential to be a a fight of the year contender very early. <clears throat> I think it will be, end up being fight of the year twenty twenty one because the skill set of these two um, they're they're so different. Um, I think yeah. Let's go let's go into that fight a bit. Um, why is it so interesting, or why why do you think it could be fight of the year, Luke? Because of because of the Zhang Weili Joanna fight and how back and forth it was, I really it was not a hostile crowd to Weili when she won, but definitely there were people there, especially some folks right behind me that thought Joanna had taken it. Um, and watching it again, you can see the argument either way. The technical. Uh, the technical stand-up and submission game of Rose against the power <clears throat> and violence and and in like not in not intellectual. What am I thinking about? Like the 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 trans the easy transition of violence of Wei Li and the power of Wei Li. It's just the th- the only thing that makes it that makes me think maybe it's not fight of the year is the third round Rose had with Andrade and their rematch and Rose slowing down and getting pieced up makes me think if she doesn't get Whaley out of there, Whaley could just annihilate her in the third and fourth round and finish it then. So first you had a, a humble brag in there that you were live at Andrzejczyk against Zhang. <laughs> I will never not bring it up. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, 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 it's, it's fine, it's fine. I, I'd, I'd humble brag that too. Did you, did you see some white-shirted men? Uh, they were right behind me, but I made friends with them. Unlike <laughs> okay, you, who antagonizes them. And no, I didn't do anything. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think you broke that down very good. Um, Zhang Wei Li is a is a powerhouse, but he she she brings power with purpose. I'd say because it's not just that she's got raw power and that she's um, she's just able to to hit these girls like they they just can't take it. But she she actually has has the technical ability to bring the power to you in the right time at the right place. And Rose is, for, for me, Rose's patterns she, she establishes with her footwork are really, really incredible to see. Uh, she, she pieced apart Joanna two times, and it's not difficult. And you can't say whatever you want to about Joanna in that time. Joanna even had some excuses, of course. And why she didn't perform as good against Rose, but you have to move around like that uh, around Joanna to do it, or you have to be um, as powerful and as purposeful as as Zhang Weili. So this this fight is bonkers. I'm I'm so much looking forward to it. Yep, yep. 
that is a that is a championship. I'm, interested yeah. to, I'm, I'm really interested to see how it kind of shakes out over the the media circus week as we lead up to it, and how how Rose is taking it, and how Whaley is looking because she had to travel to Florida from China, and all I've seen on her Instagram so far is her jogging around in the Florida jungle. But I I do want to see how like how they how the the media circus kind of shakes out, and if that affects them at all headed into fight week headed into their weight cuts but, most of the times um, or, or mostly we're we're seeing rose as as the the person um who says that she's very affected by by all the media and all this stuff i haven't heard something like that from shang Lee, but you're you're pointing something out which is very important to know yeah she has to travel and don't i'm not sure where she actually trained before she traveled or when she's traveling so that is always a concern um mm -hmm. yeah i i yeah. watching instagram is not like watching reality but it, it did look like she was in china up until a week okay. or two ago so yeah it's it's i mean both of these fighters are shang uh, Li is not known to be affected by it rose is known to be very affected by everything that happens around her so let's see if that if that makes any difference in the fight i don't i personally don't think so it's I hope it will be awesome. I hope I hope that I and I do hope that the the social media circus and the comments Rose has made is kind of can kind of be left behind and we can just go into this and talk about the fight again. Yeah, no. because going before all that started last week, you didn't need any of that to sell this fight. Um, this fight is looking like the best fight on this card and has been looking like the best fight to look forward to for for me for a month or two. Um, yeah, so hopefully they can leave that behind and just talk about. It the needs fight. to happen, and and we we can go with with their common opponent, uh, Joanna, and her opinion about the fight and what the fight makes with her. Makes me very happy. We have another. Uh, you got me. I thought you had some social media comment from her, and you hit me with that. You no. got me. No. no. Uh... Rose, Rose against Zhang Weili just makes me happy, and it makes me too. Joanna happy as well. We have we have another fight, another championship fight on it on there. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko will fight Jessica Andrade. Um, do you have any mm -hmm. any thoughts about that fight? I thought Andrade was moving up to one twenty five a little prematurely because there was because straw weight was just such a round robin of people beating each other up and um, finishing each other. Uh, she, <clears throat> she beat Rose with that slam and then she went on to lose by knees, punches and elbows to the face to Weili Zhang. And then she lost the split decision to Rose, which could have gone her way. She won the third round, like I said, yeah. and then she moved up to 125 instead of saying staying at 115 and being the third or fourth in line there, second, third, fourth, somewhere in there. And fighting jo Joanna, she moved up to 125, and she beat Caitlin Shikugian with a hook to the body in round one. So I was concerned her power wouldn't translate, and I apparently I was wrong. And now she got a title shot off of that. So do we have a <clears throat> a very special situation here? That um, I mean, Valentina does she has any does she have any other opponents besides the one she's fighting now? That's, I mean, you no, no, correct. <laughs> like, it, I you don't want to 
You don't want to feed Alexa Grasso to her off a win over Macy Barber. Nope. Please don't do that. No. Please don't do that to people who aren't ready. But I did Cal- did Calderwood just win again or did she just lose? I already forgot. Uh, like I'll I'll journalist I'll journalist that for you. Maybe that's the closest you could say is like the person next in line after Andrade. I think I think Chukagian was either was either ranked first or second when Andrade beat her. Yeah, but so, I I, yeah, I got the record. The I, I got Calderwood's record in front of me. Is, is she's win loss win loss? Is is she won yeah, against I? He lost. She lost against Maya. She won yep. against Andrea Lee. She lost against Chukagian. So yeah. I yep. think I yep. think Andrade is the is a very good opponent for Shevchenko. Despite Andrade is not perfect and she loses. Where she has lost uh, a lot of fights, actually. She, uh, but but she loses against Rose, Zhang, Joanna. Yeah. Okay, she lost against Ra- Raquel Pennington. That is a, that yeah, is not a good loss. But... That doesn't count. That doesn't no, count. it doesn't count. Yeah, you're right. It's it's yeah, too that's too far. In 2015. Gone. That's that's a different fighter six years ago. That's a different time time period, even. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Look, I mean. Listen. Yeah. I think it's fine because Chev, like champions need to be fed and champions need to be kept active. It's kind Absolutely. of the same way I feel about Amanda Nunes fighting at 145 or 135. Like, yeah, just, just feed her people. Because the only thing the two of them can do at this point, besides just getting fed people and keeping pay-per-views selling, is fighting each other in a super fight at 135. What is the, what is the path to win for, for Andrade? I mean, she's got to finish her, right? She's got to just, she's got to get in there inside. Chev is so strong, though. How do you even get inside and clinch with her? Uh, she keeps you on the outside. She hurts you, and then you're finished. Well, don't you think that, that Andrade can ma- match the strength of, of Shevchenko? That's my question, and I don't know. I How think much, she can. Do you think she put on more, do you think she put on more muscle, too? After after the last fight at 125 and now coming on to this one, I, I think she will be healthier, and I, I I think she can she can match Shevchenko's strength, especially in the clinch, because I I think Shevchenko creates power not not in clinches or in she she creates the power in exchanges and moving around way slower and way let's let's way worse fighters than her. So I don't think Andrade. Is a, is a bad fighter at all. So I think she has her ways is to to muscle um, Shevchenko and yeah she can't decision her. That's that's maybe I'm, we don't see Shevchenko I, I enough to. on the on the floor. So maybe there is a way ground and pound I wanna, way. I want to see it. Like I want to see if she's strong enough. I need to correct myself. There is no super fight against Amanda Nunes. She already fought oh. Nunes at one thirty-five twice in twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. So just yeah, feed her, feed her Andrade, and let's see what happens. Do we see a so, third? Do so we see a third fight against Amanda Nunes? Nunes? I I mean I don't know why, but sure. Like yeah, if that's if that's the only thing that's left. At a certain point, that's the only thing that's left. Again, I really don't want these younger, up-and-coming fighters to fight the champion. No, they can't. They they won't be able to perform. I mean, they'll 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 book it and they'll get paid, but I don't see that. I don't see that being that great a thing to do. So uh, maybe we have maybe that's a bad podcast tick. (laughs) Maybe Maybe. Um, we have. we have another another good fight on there. Uriah Hall against Chris Weidman. 
I love it. Is that a good fight? So <laughs> let me let me tell you why I love it. Yes, please. Way back when, back before these guys were in the UFC, uh, Chris Weidman and Uriah Hall had a fight at I think King of the Cage. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Oh no, Ring of Combat. Ring of Combat. Yeah. Yes, and that is a East Coast New York. Not new. It was back New York City. You couldn't do MMA in New York State, so I'm pretty sure it was in Jersey. Uriah Hall was two and zero, or no, Chris was two and zero, and Uriah Hall was four and zero. And Chris beat Uriah in round one and took the Ring of Combat belt. So uh, it's time to get that back. He took the Rock vacant middleweight championship the Ring of Combat Middleweight Championship. They fought for it. It was vacant. It wasn't Uriah's. And now it's time for Uriah to get that Middleweight Championship belt from Ring of Combat back. And I think he can do it. Yep. Uh, um, Chris, is, Chris is shop-worn. Yeah, I mean, that's, no that's to say to, the least, yeah. no other way to describe it. I think that's, and that's probably the most charitable way to describe it. He has so many losses at this point to... Uh, to to oh so many losses to strikes it's just and a murderer's row of people doing it to him it, weidman's weidman's path to victory is to grapple uriah hall yep and he can do it because actually despite chris weidman not not being able to take a punch as much as he could not being the striker he wished that he is his grappling and his his takedown accuracy, um, takedown stuff is very good. Actually, Uriah Hall has a good takedown defense. I'm looking at UFC stats, and he has a 69% takedown defense rate, which is not bad. Um, so I'd say... But, but Weidman has a lot of takedowns over 15 minutes. He has about four takedowns a fight, which is quite high chance that he'll, he'll get... He'll get Uriah down, and he'll he'll grab he'll out grapple him. That is for that is for certain. If he can, yep. If he can I, take it, him down, if he if he if he's not getting if he's not getting KO'd by by Hall, then then that's that's Whiteman's path it's to so, victory. It's so crazy to think about Chris too. Is uh, looking at the stats and stuff. He's he's thirty six years old. He does not feel it when I watch him. It does not feel like he's younger than I am. <laughs> you know, like no. all those losses, all those, all that damage. You're just like, no, you're you're like 44, right? Do you have Do you have any sleeper fight on the card you'd you'd recommend 42. people to to watch? Hmm, that was that's usually the one I go to. Um, Sabatini's coming. And I feel like Sabatini was good, and I watched him before in smaller promotions. Uh, uh, I think I think I'm gonna watch this whole thing. I want to see how these Chinese fighters do. Absolutely, coming into the UFC, Dana Batgirl was also on that card uh, in Vegas that I got to see. And I want to see. Yeah, the sleeper, the sleeper thing. I think, yeah, please. Okay, Dana Batgirl, who's record won't load now but he was on the card against and two. Guido Canetti and he was the fir- he was on 248 and he was the first fight so I was like the only person watching it in the arena no one else was there because it's Vegas no one shows up right so me and my buddy are there pretty sure he got a fight on it got a finish in that fight he's eight and two 
Mm-hmm. Uh, his, um, his opponent, Kevin Natividad, yeah. is 9 and 2. But Garel is. Yeah, he got a finish in the first yeah. round against Guido Canetti with a, what it says is a left hook. Yeah, I'm... I remember because we got to go down to the front because no one was there yet and watch it from pretty close. It was great. Um, no, that there was excited. actually there there were some good get, names but... some good names on the on the card. Uh, I I say the sleeper sleeper thing on this card is actually really the the whole early prelims with these Chinese fighters. I'm 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 excited to see what comes out of China. Um, the preliminary preliminary card is is a middle of the road card, but could be good. Um, a sleeper fight. <laughs> it could be Tony Smith against Jimmy the Brute Crude from my Tito point of view Springer. it could be it could be let's I see i don't trust anthony smith nope like it could go either way yeah you know and there's t- and ever since glover knocked his teeth out i've really wanted him to stop we have to i'm, I'm it's, sorry it's not fair but it, i do i'm sorry that i have to um put a wrench on these discussions because we have to what get happened? into the listener questions now because time is running out my friend okay well i think right. we, we gave you enough fodder and we'll we'll surely recap ufc 261 because that is a We're that is a good excited card. for this whole card and i hope you are too listener questions listener questions send us in your listener questions you can send me an email on mma-love.com it, there is a, a, a an email link on the right top the, of the homepage, or you can send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to MMA Love Podcast. Um, one one interesting question is how would you? Or let's let's go into that one first. We talk about commentary a lot. <laughs> why why are we interested in it? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a question from Chris, why, by the way. Why? Thank you, Chris. Why do I care? Yeah, I guess I, I guess it's just that human instinct of wanting to feel like you're smarter than a professional. <laughs> what what does it what does commentary add to a fight for for you? Or what could it add? I think that there's I think that I think that that when it is when it is someone who knows more than me, but also can can explain it in a way that's accessible to me as a person who doesn't train can be really good. Um, Dan Hardy can be good. Paul Felder can be good for that. Any of these guys really can be good for that. It's just that some do it better than others. And I think that I think that it's a it's a re- it must be so hard when it's a fight like like Phil Davis versus Vadim Nemkov to fill the time but appropriately describe what's happening even though very little is happening and the same thing is happening over and over and find something to still talk about and be entertaining because that's that is their job is to their job there's a there's this multifaceted job of reading stats describing the action describing why the action is the what is what it is and and selling it instead of saying well, this is just kind of how it's going to be, folks. Davis can't get in on Nemkov, and this is what's going to happen for the rest of the fight. You know, you don't want to say that. So it's probably the hardest, but I can't. Is it is it needed I, in I your... I just can't stand it when it's really bad and they don't <laughs> know what's happening. You know what I mean? Because, because if I'm the informed fan, 
I really want to know more. And I don't, and I, and it, and it's, and it's just mind boggling when they're saying, when, when someone is talking about something that's, that's, that's demonstrably false, like this is the best fight ever or something like that. Yeah. If, if they get into the shilling, if they, if they follow a, uh, the promotions thing and have, and think they have to hype something up, which isn't there, it's just insulting on my IQ and my, and my feels. So. Yeah. Is it needed? Is commentary needed, in your opinion? You know, the other week, I think I think I mentioned I was watching some Ryzen fights and they had no commentary and it was pretty awesome. Um, is it needed? It can be needed. I do enjoy it sometimes. I think it would be great if there was an option to mute it. I could I could be persuaded either way. Um, there is an is option to mute. For, oh, okay. You mean you I mean you you could that you can mute it, but still have the acoustics of the of the fight. The sound yeah. of the fights. Yep, exactly. Like a two-channel. Um, I think it is needed for people that do not know as much about uh, about other aspects, um, like like Dern's systematic armbar the other day was so fantastic. But if you don't know grappling at all, you don't necessarily know why that armbar was fantastic, or at least I thought it was fantastic. I, I'd say that that I, I got a comment from from someone that um, it's quite basic to use your foot so, to do it, but you don't see it that much. So it, it was I nice don't to know that because I'm not a BJJ player. <laughs> I just know that I don't see that very often. True. And Absolutely. That is what she used to get that defense the away. The systematic way you know I mean? in, in in which she did it was was amazing. But yeah, for for going back to the question, I mean, yeah, commentary can be hit or miss, and it's quite sad that it is mostly miss because most <laughs> some of these guys they are very good at at doing it. DC is actually at the moment learning a bit to do it better. Uh, he learns the names of techniques. I pointed that out in a, in another podcast. Yeah. Um, also, also Bisping. Bisping is working on himself to get better, and I, I think I'm, I'm not. I don't need more from a guy commentating. Just, just work on yourself. Try to add to the fight, not just tell me what what I already see. Maybe explain a bit of the techniques. Maybe explain a bit of the things that happen there. Um, don't go overboard with it. Don't be a. <laughs> don't be anal about it. <laughs> don't don't just don't. are you trying to politely say don't be a dom cruise about don't it? be dominic cruise about it have <laughs> have fun too i, I mean I, I like when when dc has fun i can i mean if, if yeah you, i think that that's that's why i like felder is because he has a good time he's clearly a fan yeah. but he also has a good time doing it and uh so yeah I, I enjoy his attitude it's probably just the east coaster in me more than anything but um, do we, why do you care though why do you care that was the question yes why do i care about commentary i guess because i like to listen to it when i like it and i hate yes. to listen to it when i hate it and yeah. i like to feel smart i second That's that mostly, mostly why luke we are way way over time oh boy i hope the file size I could do i could do three hours a week i'm telling you there's so much <laughs> that could, happened i haven't even told you about jaron Vallel. i couldn't i couldn't we, we'll we'll table gerald Vallel until next week uh, also we'll table the the second question we had which is quite an interesting question we'll go into that next week too um uh, the question was um the difference between martial arts and combat sports and i and i like that question I will, we'll, we'll take a bit more time to go deep into that one um so enjoy the fight week 
um, like, share and subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about it. Tell your enemies about it. Tell the people to listen. Send us questions. Tell everyone in Switzerland about it. Tell everyone in America about it. Now you're you're actually the marketing responsible for MMA Love in America, Luke. You have made a gigantic mistake. <laughs> um, so that Thank was you, that. Thank you, listeners. Thanks so much, and see you next week. Later. <laughs>